This is Gil. And I'm Rex. And you are listening to the first episode, the premiere event. This is the, oh, this is, this is Behold My Stuff, a podcast, a podcast. It's a podcast. It's, it's a podcast for kids, by kids. But it's, you're not a kid. I'm not a I'm kid. A kid. I'm, a, I'm, I'm an adult. It's for adults too. It's for everybody. It's for the kid in all of us. That's sappy. That was beautiful. Um, yeah, it's a podcast for kids by kids. Look, here we are. I'm I'm Gail. Rex here is my son, if you haven't figured that out already. And, uh, you know, as a father and son, we spend a fair amount of time together. And as you might expect, um, you know, not surprisingly, Rex has developed some similar tastes to my own. I would say that my tastes and things have also been affected by him, as I've watched him um, grow and develop over the years, and he's this is so cheesy. And he's um, he, this is for the this is for the parents, and he's oh, okay. you know he's turned into his own person, um, one who I like very much, and um, and so I followed I followed his lead <laughs> on a couple of things as well, and so here we are. Uh, we decided that instead of just talking to each other, we might invite. I don't know, the rest of the world into the conversation. Anybody could listen. I mean, this is a podcast for anybody who's interested in the stuff that we are talking about. And we're going to talk about actually quite a bit of stuff. Rex has a list here. Um, I This is just a blank pad that I'm holding for a sound effect. Why are you Here's my list. There actually was a list on here, but it's gone. Um, but uh, Rex here um, grows up in the modern age in the 21st century. And so, so he's my got... my list is on my pad. Yeah. So, Rex, go ahead. Read off some of the things. Nice and slow. Please articulate. Nice and clear so the good people can hear you. What's that say? Yeah, you could read that. Whatever. I mean, because okay. uh, it's true. We will discuss topics including... Hold on. Talk what? towards the microphone. We will so discuss... Don't lean, don't lean into it. Just... <laughs> Rex is new to this whole... I'm new to the radio game. Mister... All right, go ahead. Don't can, don't make noise voice, on the though. thing, because what you're going to do is you're going to make the microphone Okay, make noise. so we will discuss topics including, but not limited to, Star Wars, Lego, Marvel, Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, and The Hobbit, all Jim Henson properties like The Muppets and Dark Crystal. I don't want to do this. Sesame Street, you don't want to do Why not? No. I'm, you might someday. Okay, well, maybe Magic the Gathering, the game, all Disney stuff. Um, Wizard of Oz. Yeah, Wizard of Oz, that's okay. my thing. Uh, and music. Right. Uh, and l- like Rex said, that's certainly not an exhaustive list. Uh, and, and also... And we uh, also could discuss topics that aren't weren't on that list. Right, or that are tangentially related to that list. Look up that word, kids. That's an SAT word for you. You know, th- there's lots of stuff that's going to come up, but these were some of the main things that were on our radar that got us to thinking that maybe this would be a fun... Um, conversation to have uh, on a grander um, scale. You need to update that list. Yeah, I know. Actually, I wasn't looking for that list. So what I was looking for on my phone was something else um, to talk about. Um, one of the things that I, you can apply to 
gosh, I, I think just about everything on that list in one way or another. I mean, certainly not Lego, but all of these different... Lego um, kind of encompasses all these things. Yeah, Lego has become our overarching umbrella uh, under which all things um, fall. Except Be- I think the Jim Henson stuff. I don't think they make Wizard of Oz. Well, no, they make that Sesame Street set now. Yeah, that's new. That has um, just been released. And then there are also those Lego ideas for Dark Crystal I was going to really say, want them to make. yeah, Dark Crystal Legos would be cool. I They've probably made a Wizard of Oz Lego. Wasn't the um, Wicked no, Witch of the West a bad guy somewhere in some Lego movie? They didn't make a uh, any sets, but the Wizard the, the Wizard of Oz has been in the Lego Batman movie and has come in the Lego Dimensions game. So I think that counts then. The universe yeah. has been realized. What I wanted to talk about, though, is that um, this notion, and I think I've talked to you about this, Rex, before. So there was this fellow who was a, a scholarly gentleman uh, his name... Scholarly. Uh, yeah. Yeah. His name is Joseph Campbell. And Joseph Campbell... I feel like I know um, that name. Well, I think we've talked about him before. Uh, Joseph Campbell... Well, I don't want to get Joseph Campbell wrong. Uh, Joseph Campbell, essentially, um, he was an American professor of literature. He taught at Sarah Lawrence College um, and, and worked, I think, primarily in comparative mythology and comparative religion. No one knows what you are saying. Well, the adults do. And kids, look it up. So the thing is... I'm not um, looking it up. My assumption is, not knowing specifically necessarily how to divine, uh, define... Divine... <laughs> Wow, how to define in a in a more academic sense what comparative mythology or comparative religion is, except to say that one would assume, with the vocabulary I possess, that if it's comparative, then you're looking at you know the mythologies or religions, say, from a number of different cultures from around the world. Well, here's the thing about Joseph Campbell, Rex. So Joseph Campbell um, is the author of a number of books. Uh, the one that I own and still haven't managed to completely get through is The Hero with a Thousand Faces. Uh, another book is called The Hero's Journey, and of course there are others. But the thing is this, right? There's this idea here. I'll read this to you. Wait, so, I have a question. The, the, I kinda, don't, I you're breaking think, my flow. Ah, oh, you're, you're breaking going. my flow, I man. I know where you're going. All right, tell me what you think you know. So especially this is The Hero with a Thousand Faces. Yeah. So you said he did like comparative mythology, talking mm-hmm. about all the different religions and all their different like uh, myths. And The Hero with a Thousand Faces mm-hmm. might symbolize or be kind of about like all the different mythological and religious things like uh, in Greek mythology there is like Zeus or Hercules or someone another and then like other things there are other heroes and maybe that's that means like it's actually one thing or something yeah there's 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 all these stories whether you're talking about like you said, something from Greek mythology, like, uh, like uh, you know, name a hero. Hercules. 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 Perseus. Um, you know, any of these guys that were sent on quests. Um, what's, the, what's the book that's all about Hanuman and... Um, the Ramayana? Yeah, the Ramayana, that right? That's a great book. Uh, a great story, right? So that's coming out of, um, you know, Indian culture. Uh, you've got you've got stories from every culture around the world, right? Where you basically have these same themes that re- repeat. So here, let me just read this little snippet. In narratology and comparative mythology, the hero's journey or the monomyth, right? I have um, no idea what he's talking m- about or where he's going with this. M- right. Well, it's is the common template of stories. So here it is. It's a common template of stories that involve a hero who goes on an adventure, is victorious in a decisive crisis, and comes home changed or transformed. And that's that's the description that it's really base level, right? Also what you see are different characters that arrive again and again in these stories from different cultures from all over the world. You know, the wise old man, whether it's Gandalf, 
or Obi-Wan. Oh, add Rex or... And I do want to finish one thing I was just saying about the hero's journey and Joseph Campbell was just this this notion that um, in in all of the stories that we're going to look at, it's they're tied together by this common the theme same, like, in, in mythology, in narratology, I think was the thing I mentioned previously. Yeah, just these stories of these heroes. I don't know yet, say like in The Mandalorian, because we've been talking about that obviously quite a bit lately, is that the, the Mandalorian, I haven't identified yet who the different characters are. Of course, we know who the hero is. It's it's Din Djarin. Um, but who's playing? And, and uh, you know, in the hero's journey, the hero always befriends like, you know, befriends people on their quests, you know, maybe fellow Miss warriors Fixin. or other misfits and ragtag bunches and comic foil relief Ryan's and foils. And, and Yeah, well, so, yeah. Well, yes, I mean, you, you can apply the hero's journey to the Wizard of Oz, as a matter of fact. You've got Dorothy. I don't think, you've got Glinda. I don't think the Mike even could hear me say lions and tigers and bears. I bet, it, well, I heard you now. And, and so there you go. So it's in everything, you know. You've got these similar characters, whether it's the Tin Man and the Lion and the Scarecrow, or whether it's Cara Dune and um, Grief Karga and who's another ally? The the Sedaris, yeah, Quill, poor Quill, rest in peace. Oh, and, uh, sad. and Amy Sedaris's like character, also... whose name I forget, what's her name? Pelly something. Thank you. So anyway, and now even the Frog Lady and other people, and and of course now Bo-Katan and all the uh, other members of the. Yay. Are they supposedly uh, members of the owl? What do they call the owl? Night owls. The night owls. Yeah, what about them? Well, Are we to group. assume that those two characters that arrived with her in episode three of season two of The Mandalorian yeah, were that's, Night Owls? that's her group. Okay. Got it. Sorry. Okay, so anyway, um, there is going to be a certain amount of conversation here about reading um, and all of these things. So if it's Harry Potter, if it's Lord of the Rings, if it started as a book, we're going to talk about the book first. Yeah. We're going to do that, or at least we're going to quickly um, jump back and forth. But the book is definitely going to be at the forefront of the conversation because books, books is important, son. Uh, so yeah, so here's my question, Rex. So as now that everybody kind of knows how this started, um, you've got a real quick snapshot into what in the heck this is all about. Um, I would ask you, Rex. So here we are. We've been um, living pretty much since the beginning of the year, since March. We've been living with COVID nineteen and living in quarantine, and so we've been way up in each other's business. We've also been consuming a lot of media. Uh, what is it, Rex? Of all the things on your radar, save all the things that we've discussed thus far in that list. What are you really like? What do you? What do you? What is? What's the most of your bandwidth dedicated to right now? What are you really focused on? Is it Lord of the Rings? Is it Star Wars? Is it a specific property? Is it? Uh, what do you? What are you doing? What are you into? What do you like? What's, okay, what's, so what's, like, what's, 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 I go got? through a lot of phases with this kind of stuff. Like, like most folks, I'd say. And there, like a year ago, I might have really, really, really been into Marvel. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, I feel like I'm in between Star Wars and Lord of the Rings. But now I feel like I'm phasing out of Lord of the Rings and into Star Wars. And I'm not surprised by that. I'm, it, there's, there's just been so much good Star Wars stuff going on lately. I mean, there's no denying that Jon Favreau and, uh, and uh, my God, Filoni, Dave Filoni, they've really, they've, they have resurrected stuff. They should just take over Star Wars. Well, I, th- I hope that they will. I, I. I don't know if this is correct or not, but in my mind, I'm blaming Kathleen Kennedy for the J.J. Abrams travesties that are the three sequel films that I think That's just, just our opinion now. Yeah, that's just our opinion. Look, I'm sorry. 
please. I, I was born in 1975, so I'm I'm an original trilogy. I'm an original original trilogy. And so am I, even though purist. Sequel, even though the sequels would be to me what the original trilogy was to you, but I like the original trilogy. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, sure. You know, the the sequels, the the final three came out at at just the right age for Rex. I mean, I was. <laughs> but they kind of just. I was five years old when Empire yeah. came out, and I did see that in the theater. I remember that very, very yeah, vividly. Yeah, it's kind of weird. <laughs> uh, you know, it, 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 I think I had friends of mine whose parents were taking them to movies like Scarface and Taxi Driver. You don't know what those movies are yet. You're going to love them someday, but they're a little heavy for our current audience here. Especially for a five-year-old. Yeah, for sure. Uh, not appropriate. So um, what I was saying was... Um, Oh, just to finish your thought. Yeah, I really hope that Favreau and Filoni are the future of Star Wars. I think that... Um, I mean, they've proven themselves with... I mean, Filoni did Rebels and Clone Wars, which were great shows, and now he's moving into live action, and Favreau already came off the Marvel stuff, and they're both so good. Yeah, Favreau, yeah. Favreau cut his teeth on, you know, of course, um, he started it all with Iron Man, which, which was and is excellent, and... Um, you know, I think we could, you could have guessed where where he could go with whatever property you put in his in his capable hands. Um, well, look how good Mandalorian is. Well, sure. So, just let me finish though. I, I feel like my vibe is that you know Kathleen Kennedy being kind of a continuation of of the Lucas era of Star Wars, which thank goodness has come to an end. Uh, look, George. I mean, thanks for getting the ball rolling, but good God, I mean. Uh, uh, we'll spend some time someday talking about the prequels, I guess. Though the prequels have been talked to to death, and there's certainly stuff on YouTube. It's kind of a bummer. The, the, the stuff on YouTube that I love the most, that are pretty pretty excellent critiques of the Star Wars prequels, are also way not appropriate for for you young younger members of our audience to, uh, to view, uh, maybe when you're 18. Um, but adults, you should go check it out. I, I'm not going to say what it is, though, because I don't want to, uh, I don't want to give the youngsters any ideas. But yeah, I mean, Star Wars is, has got so much good stuff happening. The Mandalorian is excellent. The resurrection of, of characters from uh, the original movies. I mean, certainly Game Boba shows. Fett. Yeah, I mean, I'm not even getting to like all the characters that have come from Clone Wars and stuff. You know, Bo-Katan and Ahsoka Tano and, 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 um, and, and those characters. But, you know, Boba Fett has been saved. Uh, he, he uh, you know, after being kind of wronged, I think, the way that all ended... Um, he's been brought back to life, and uh, it looks like it's going to be pretty awesome going forward. I think we'll get a flashback of a giant dinosaur saving him from Sarlacc. I don't know about that. Yeah, really? A little, uh, a little holiday special flashback. You can quote me flashback. on that. Listen, everybody, thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed this first uh, 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 Behold My Stuff, the podcast. Please tune in again in the future for the next segment. Everybody take care. Bye-bye. And behold your stuff. <laughs>